Oregon Ramen is a restaurant in Ashland, Massachusetts. Serves traditional and authentic Japanese ramen, Thai noodle soups, and the best chicken wings in Metro West. Everything done in-house from scratch, and they use only the highest quality products from small farms. Co-chef owners, Papanook and Alan McIntosh, combine their culinary skills with traditional Japanese cuisine to create an authentic, amazing flavor in every dish. Located at 1 West Union Street on Ashland, Massachusetts, their phone number is 508 509-3416 309-3416 or they can be located on Facebook at Dorgan Ramen Ashland and on their website as well www.dorganramen.com These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. By force! Would you imagine that was the theme song? Welcome back to the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast, where we are talking about the movie Life Force five minutes at a time. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And we are at possibly the best minutes of the movie, depending on your point of view about the film. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we've had three great episodes with Matilda May walking around naked or having some type of dream sequence, vampire sex. But now we're at possibly the best and the only real actor in the entire movie. <laughs> and we will get there. We yeah, begin, pretty much. We, will, we begin the top of the five minutes with uh, continuing touching in the car and ends with um, Colonel Kane and Carlson arriving at uh, the redhead's apartment, who is in the middle of touching in the car. They basically finish up the vision, and so they're trying to make a move on getting the car and finding the nurse. And, and all of that. And he's driving a white Volvo, which I don't know anything about that car, so I don't really have any notes about that car. I think it's not Colonel Kane, but who is it? Uh, it's the other guy who says the vam- these are possibly the vampires of legend as the giant vampire killer, uh, v- giant vampire ship is oh, moving into focus. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Dukowski. And uh, yeah, he's like, I believe it's like the vampires of legend. And uh, they carry their earth with them. So they think, they think that the, their body is their actual bodies and their Earth would be with them. Their actual bodies and Earth would be with them in the coffin. Right. And uh, we also see Minister, the Prime Minister, uh, who is this? This is uh, Dr. Hans Faladay, has what looks like a vampire-killing sword. It looks It looks like it's, uh, I think the design is intentionally like kind of evocative of Lehebe and Paler days, so it looks like he has something meant to uh, face off against somebody, and he calls a soldier in who looks very suspicious. <laughs> very, very suspicious. Um, uh, do we have a name for this soldier? Is this one of the vampire boys, or is this something else entirely? I, I'm not I'm not 100% on what this is exactly, but the, it's even the shot and the actor both are the most suspicious thing ever. Like, it's a low angle, and the guy is, like, kind of grinning, which soldiers don't do <laughs> unless 
Yeah, and, and there's longing <laughs> shots it of like it all. Permission, basically. It was a bit weird. Correct. And uh, on the box that the sword comes from, it's from the Ash... Yeah, it's a bit strange. The Ashmolean Museum. The Ashmolean Museum of Art and Archaeology on Beaumont Street in Oxford, England, is the world's second museum... Second University Museum in Britain's first public museum. Uh, it was erected in 1678. Wow, it's been around for quite some time. I was trying to read who is inscribed on here. Captain Lee John Masters. Lee John Masters, yeah. That, that, that name doesn't sound familiar, though. I'm about to do a quick uh, Google. All right, yeah, why don't you do a quick Google, and I'll go on to the next part while you look that up. They decided to go to the Thurston Hospital, which is a criminal insane uh, asylum, and they believe a uh, child molester that they need is there to question. I don't quite sure why yet, but on the DVD counter, Blu-ray counter, at the one hour, three minutes, and 57 mark, we get Sir Patrick Stewart, who knows, needs no introduction whatsoever from stage and screen and television. Um, Patrick Stewart is best known possibly, probably, and still right now playing him because season two is happening on the CBS All Access, is mm -hmm. uh, Cap uh, Ca Captain Jean-Luc Picard, retired. Because <laughs> currently, yeah, Picard, that's, that's currently on Picard, he's retired. So, <laughs> what did you yep, say? Can't seem to leave it alone. What, what would you say is his second most poly famous role, besides from like uh, probably, probably Professor X. That, that's what I'd say. Definitely. I think Professor X completely reinvented him. And, and I don't mean that like like he had disappeared because Star Trek went off the air in like 93 or 94. But then we started having Star Trek movie after Star Trek movie after Star Trek movie that he was in. So he was still in the zeitgeist, pretty popular. And he was doing like made for TV movies. I remember he was in a Christmas Carol film as well. He did a Moby Dick movie for the Hallmark Channel. And then yeah, he was. Yeah, he kind of became, uh, you know, he was famous. You know, he'd, he'd always been a known entity, but he was kind of like, you'd have to be a bit of a Star Trek nerd to know who, you know, like, be really familiar with him, or, like, really into theater, and then, once he was in X-Men at the, kind of, the, the original X-Men movie, after that, he basically, he kind of, like, everybody knows who he is now, it seems, so... That, that's worked out well for him. Definitely. And I think him and Hugh Jackman got some kind of award for multiple playing the characters. But I might be wrong. Maybe it was Hugh Jackman and Stan Lee. Mm, oh. Maybe it was Hugh Jackman and Stan Lee. But, I mean, Patrick Stewart played Charles Xavier in, like, five, six different X-Men movies. I mean, yeah, if you count, if you count yeah. teasers at the end of films, like, you know, The Wolverine, he shows up in the post credit scene, and X-Men Origins Wolverine, they... CGI him younging, <laughs> very young-like, in, <laughs> in a movie that's not part of the continuity anymore. Uh, did you ever see The Green Room, where he plays the leader of a band of neo-Nazis? Yes, I do. he's very good in that. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a, I think he is very good in it. The reason he's so good is not because he's, like, speechifying and saying a bunch of racist stuff. Like, he does say racist stuff, but he just, he's so collected the whole time, and it's just utterly terrifying. <laughs> so it's just like, just keep them in there. Well, and then we'll find a way to kill them. And if that, he just says it that flatly, and you're like, holy God, okay, he's done this before. <laughs> Which is also very unusual, considering he's uh, Jewish, too. Yes, yeah, yeah that's, it's, it's unconventional, but, I mean, that, that, whole, that whole movie is just intense. <laughs> and he's very good friends with uh, Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, they are, they are basically uh, besties, as far as I can tell, which is kind of perfect when they were playing uh, Magneto and uh, Xavier across from each other. Correct. And uh, Ian McKellen and him are also part of the LGBT community. They're big pillars of it. Ian McKellen is a homosexual, and Patrick Stewart, I believe, is bisexual. I, I don't know what I yeah I don't know what Patrick is, but uh, he's definitely like he's been a big 
champion for Ian and is always there with him at, at marches and stuff like that. So people and they're very affectionate towards each other in public to kind of destigmatize that. So it's great. And in this movie, he plays Doctor Armstrong, and um, he, he's he's on really quick, and then it kind of goes away. But uh, he comes back in the next five minutes, and then our next episode in a much bigger scene. So he'll be around for a little while longer. But he doesn't have a huge part in this movie. But it's known that this is uh, one of his uh, first uh, Hollywood productions because he's also in Dune as well. Yeah, no, Dune is kind of this odd hodgepodge of like random people that became bigger in other movies. Uh, so like. Uh, Oh, Kyle MacLachlan, uh, who later broke out in, like, David Lynch stuff, and especially, like, Twin Peaks and uh, Blue Velvet is in that as well. (laughs) So it's an interesting collection of people. And then we have Carlson and Kane show up at the woman's apartment, and that's how the five minutes ends, very quickly. Yeah, pretty pretty quick. Uh, one thing I do like is that the line it ends on is "Ask May We Come In," which uh, those of you who love vampire lore know that it's typically you have to be in, you have to invite a va- vampire in versus be invited into a potential vampire's place. <laughs> so, yeah, I, very, I thought that was clever. <laughs> very interesting little reverse there. And the last time we saw this woman was the beginning of those five minutes, and then we see her at the end of the five minutes, and she looks a little less seductive. We'll, we'll have to see what that's about in the uh, the next episode. And that's all the time we have here on the Life Force Next Generation podcast. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We'll be back in another week, excuse me, the next five minutes of the Vampire Movie Minute podcast covering the life and times of Sir Patrick Stewart. Because <laughs> that's all that matters when he's in the, sh- when he's in the shot. <laughs> There are other great actors in this movie, by the way. I'm just saying that having Sir Patrick Stewart in your film elevates it. I mean, come on. He's on, like, Family Guy and, like, uh, American Dad. He definitely elevated those shows doing voiceovers. No, yeah, giving his glorious voice to lines like, Look, I've got girl boobs! Like, just because he can. Good stuff, good stuff. And where can they find us, Scott? Uh, we are at Vampire Movie Minute or the Vampire Minute on Twitter, so keep a lookout for us all over there. We'll be back with the next exciting episode of the Vampire Movie Minute podcast on the Radio Horror Network.